0: Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I'm your host, Louise Solace, and with me as always is my very, very talented friend, the one who can simply make Tidy Whities look good, the mixture Stacey Gina. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) What a day. It is a day. It is a day. It is a day to talk about Tidy Whities, shall we? I mean, okay. <laughs> so, Gina, do you know what other than just being Hollywood superstars and icons, Marlon Brando and James Dean have in common? No. So, they both made wearing underwear a statement piece. Not the tidy whities we were just talking about, but underwear nonetheless. So let's go back to early days of Marlon Brando. We're not talking about the latter part, but the early days in 1950, Marlon Brando played Stanley in the streetcar named Desire. And he famously came out on, uh, on screen wearing a simple white t-shirt. It was something that had not been seen before because up until then.
1: He had my pants. Yes, he did. I've seen that. So
0: five years later, James Dean did the same thing when he played Jim Stark famously in A Rebel Without a Cause. He also wear <laughs> yeah. with pants and a leather jacket to, to add. But yes, he definitely had pants on. But yes, they both made that simple garment, which was up until that point considered just undergarments, um, uh, popular in the United, well, across the, around the world. But it started, of course, obviously in the United States. It skyrocketed um, as just everyday wear and you're sporting a beautiful t-shirt if i show if i could uh you know mention it, i, d- I am say, but so. we
1: will get to that when yes. we get our drinker on yeah. <laughs> so speaking
0: of people who elevated the t-shirt and she actually has made it a medium for messages please welcome today's designated drinker the mind behind tea aware apparel lauren jones welcome to the show lauren hi thank you so much yes hi lauren thank you for coming
2: yeah thank you for having me this is awesome
0: so here we are we're with somebody who's taken the t-shirt and you know it's really interesting actually doing the research for the show the the stages of like when how the t-shirt was born like that was Mm -hmm. kind of a kind of an odd little space and do you know like one of the first um um Propaganda used on T-shirts, using it for a message, a medium for messaging, uh, was actually um, do it with Dewey, the presidential Republican, Republican, uh, Republican president uh, running for office. Um, Dewey. It was one of the first times it's noted that it was actually used for um, a messaging, a messaging board, basically. So nice. propaganda. I didn't know. Wow. There we go. So see, little research. <laughs> So, Lauren, share with us um, how you what led you to um, start T-Aware Apparel? Uh,
2: So a couple of years ago. um, I guess I had been looking for a creative outlet. Um, I'd also been going through. Uh, not necessarily the best of circumstances in terms of like personal relationships, um, professional uncertainty. There's a lot of things. Um, it was also around the time of um, the Freddie Gray killing um, and a few other um, racially motivated incidents in the country. And uh, I just felt like I really needed to convey a message of hope, um, positivity. Um, something that, you know, would lift my spirits as well as others. Uh, and so this is how it started.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And it started with a simple saying, correct? It did.
2: It started uh, Be Silent, Speak Volumes. Um, the The idea behind the brand was for people perhaps like myself or even people more outspoken than myself if they wanted to say something without shouting it, you know, if you just want to be able to, um, speak your truth or, or, or have your stance be known on certain issues without necessarily being loud or outspoken, that's how it started. Um, and so yeah, be silent, speak volumes was the, the catchphrase at the time. Um, I've since updated it to be stand tall, speak volumes. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, I know, um, First, our, our logo is a giraffe, um, so there's kind of the stand tall piece. But then also, given the times that we're in now, you know, maybe it's not appropriate to be silent. Whether you want to be silent or you want to speak out, just do it with confidence.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so lovely. And the, the giraffe um, connection is uh, the stand tall. That's, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it speaks volumes, to your point, without, um, it speaks volumes without being loud. In a positive way, not in a in, positive you know, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how did you get to know Gina? Uh,
2: so, a couple of weeks ago, I was going to get one of my favorite breakfasts in DC, um, <laughs> which is uh, her restaurant. They make a great bacon, egg, and cheese. Um, with avocado on an everything bagel, toasted. <laughs> <laughs> you ordered that a couple of times. <laughs> a couple of times, quite a few. Um, and I guess she saw me from the back of the restaurant. I was wearing one of my shirts, and she liked it. And I guess we just started to talk about whether or not I was taking custom orders and what that would look like, and it it took off from there.
1: Nice. So I have, so I'm going to, I'm going to jump in there. So I have seen Lauren's stuff all over. Like, I, so my, my store is located in Northeast. So I've seen Lauren's items around in different places or pop-ups or um, bazaars and stuff. And I didn't know who she was. So when she was at the door, I, I think I recognized you more from Union Market. And then we talked for a second and I was just like, I was like, oh my God. I need to have this, but more importantly, of have it was I needed to represent her because she. So, these Lauren. How long is your brand been around now? Uh
2: since about two thousand and sixteen.
1: I mean, like it's for me being here in Northeast into Washington D.C. It is recognizable for me for sure, but like to finally meet her was a pleasure for myself, and I was like, this is. This is kismet, like I believe in it. I believe in things happen and it happened. And I was like, she's lovely. And then she came in one Saturday and sat in the corner with me because you're not allowed to be inside anybody's stores. And like we had a really, I, I believe, I'm, I hope not seeing our turn, but we had a really great connection over people and, and people and humans and why you're just connected. And I think I don't know. I don't know. Something brought us together. So now we're here. So, so now you we want did, to know who you, she is. The so t-shirts you know I mean? and prints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the,
0: so do you ordered um, the, Hope, are, the Hope t-shirts, Gina, then for everyone on staff? So
1: I ordered the Hope t-shirts for my entire staff because Lauren came at a time where I felt like we needed to say something. Her message is so positive about being, you know, human and just ethically and where she wanted to do and how she wanted to present herself. And she was amazing. And I felt like this was the right woman to align with my big advocacy for being a woman owned business is always to support other women, whether, whether it doesn't matter your race or, or color or anything to me, it's more about promoting women. But this time that we are in, I will support anything that Lauren wants to do. Or anybody, really, because her message is clear. So this is uh, this is your side gig, basically, right? Because, I mean, you do this,
0: um, obviously, because you're passion-driven. But you mm-hmm. have a date job, right? I mean, you're doing more stuff, right?
2: I am. I am, yeah. But this is so important to me. And, you know, the other kind of impetus for this brand, and, and especially the line. I think the line kind of came before the brand. It's worth fighting for just hope, healing, love and life Um, and kind of acknowledging the fact that there are so many things that we're not equipped to kind of handle on our own. You know, there are so many things that we come up against, whether it's injustice, whether it's, you know, whatever negativity it is in the world that. um, Just in and of ourselves, sometimes we can't overcome it or or if we allow it to, it'll change. How we respond to situations, it'll change our character um and just having this firm belief in god and and scripture where it says you know you you put on your whole armor and you go out and you face the day you know and that's that's also a big part of what the brand is about is and the brand and and the hope fist life yeah. love and and healing fist is you know you have to make that conscientious decision every day to Absolutely. put your best foot forward and and to stay covered you have to so. live
1: that though yeah absolutely for a minute. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just gonna tell you you have to live that and like the fact that Lauren lives that you have no idea she was here and like you have to live that thing like of like hope and like really like you have to like sometimes like really suck it up and and like not say a word because sometimes you have to, like really like think maybe that person's having a bad day or whatever it is and really believe in your soul that people are good and like i commend you bigger than anything for that because those words or oh those four letters are so hard to live by it's not an easy statement to make how can one word mm-hmm. be so hard to live by i will never understand but you have to abide by it and really rally behind it and I commend you
2: for that. And understand that, you know, people do good things, people do bad things. And and what's the impetus for the bad things? You know, is it something that I can change? If it's not, is it going to dictate my character? It's not, you know, um, or at least I try, (laughs) try very hard not to. But also, you know, staying um, prayerful and, and hoping that people start to understand that it's bigger than this. It's bigger yep. than flesh and blood. It's bigger than, you know, dislike it's negativity. It's spirit And, and, you know,
0: well, it's I, bigger it, than us. <laughs> yeah, it is very much. And I think, I think to Gina's point that the fact that you it's not just words on a t-shirt for you, mm-hmm. it is, it is the way you lead, lead your life. And that mm-hmm. in itself is a beautiful message for us all to, to take heed, um, because to genie's part it's it's hard it's hard It's, it's very in, hard. and to you know sometimes you just get down and you know the negativity can bring you down so yes i, I always say you know a simple smile costs us nothing but you never know how valuable it may be yes. because maybe somebody's just having a terrible day and your simple smile your simple act of positivity can change that
1: so you know what's gonna make me smile yeah yeah i think we need a refresher i think we're gonna do something a little bit different today. Um, we are, you know, we're always promoting, sometimes we do a non-alcohol drink. Today, it just feels like one of those days we're gonna make it a little bit breezier. We're gonna sans the alcohol, you can add it if you want, but we are going to make um, basically a Moscow Mule without the alcohol and adding more berries and a little bit of flavor. Wonderful, yeah. right? Yeah? So, so for a Moscow Mule, you need to start with a glass. And you can pick a glass such as this, or you can you can get. You're feeling you're feeling a little bit. You want to use half of a a tin, a shaker tin, or you want to oh, do a copper. I'm gonna do that. Copper mug. You could do any of the things you want to do, but it's just something to like hold on to the cold, right? So we can use the lime. So everyone sees have a lime where you can have your fresh squeezed juice. It's up to you how you want to do it. But we are going to put in our glasses and I will do two so everyone can say, uh, one ounce of lime juice or a half of a squeezed lime. There we go. And then this is really important. You're going to add your ice right after this. Now you can use regular cube ice or you can use, um, you know, crushed ice. And one thing I love to do is, and I, and I just lied to you all, is that we're gonna add our berries. I just lied to everyone <laughs> You add your berries first. I am such Bears a berries first. Berries so first. How many do you think, Gina? I have blueberries. I mean, like, all right, so you have blueberries, blueberries are a little bit less. I'm using raspberries. Lauren, what do you have?
2: Blackberries and blueberries. Alright, so blackberries
1: and blueberries. You need, I uh, have five, four to five of each. Uh, you need like nine berries total. However, you want your berry load to be, you do it. Now Here's the I'm deal with my berry berry. <laughs> here's here's the deal. So now you have the fruit in there. You know what? And just because, because Lauren has this, uh, two kinds of berries, I'm gonna add another berry, got a little bit of fresh strawberry yeah. um, that we grew. Do a little bit. Nice. nice. Um, so we're gonna add this in there, and you can muddle it or okay. and I, and I don't love the muddle sometimes. I really just like the berry to be just in my glass, and then like. Serve it with a spoon, a little bit of crushed ice, or regular ice, whatever you have in your refrigerator. And then the most important is using something delicious. Q tonic, using a little um, uh, Q ginger beer. Yeah. Delish. So let's grab some ice. Everybody grab your ice. And then I'm gonna put it in a regular glass so you can see what I'm doing. I'm just pushing down the ice on here. Because honestly, you're gonna just play with this one with your straw. And this is what the beauty of making things at home are. I'm going to put this your ginger beer in there, probably like six ounces, can't get any easier, right? Now, if you're feeling like you want to add a libation, okay? Yeah. And you need a libation, obviously you can make it a Moscow Mule or Whiskey Mule or whatever you want to do. For me, I feel like a little maker's mark is in order. So I'm going to put two ounces of makers in this one and I'm going to call it a Kentucky Mule. So we have the lime, the ginger beer, the whiskey, and we have our berries. And then Roberto was kind enough to bring go outside and pick us some fresh um, chocolate mint, which is my favorite. And we're gonna throw that in there. Throw it in. I'm gonna put a cocktail like this. And one quick second, obviously you need a straw. Uh, one of my favorite things now is that everyone's like socially and environmentally conscious. Go and invest in some metal straws, please. Yep. They're please. so cool. stop taking extra from Dunkin' Donuts or wherever you go and buy straw. Get straws from for free. Just, just get, just get some metal straws. There we go. They're amazing. Look so at that. has a little spoon, and they're amazing and they're delicious. So, let's hold up your drinks. We'll take a quick picture and we'll cheers. Here we go. Lauren, it looks great. Cheers. Cheers. All right.
0: Ooh, that's refreshing. Lovely. What kind of ginger beer did you use, Louise? I have Fever Tree.
2: That's a good one. That's a good one. I've never yeah. tried this brand before. Q. Q. A Del- question for you. Go. When those of us non drinkers, what makes the Moscow Mule Moscow?
1: The vodka. But little known fact was the Moscow meal was invented in Southern California, everybody. It was not not invented in Russia. It was a bunch of people hanging out and getting drunk or stoned, I'm not really sure, in (laughs) in Southern California, San Diego. And the the name of the bar is escaping me, but I will give you the name of that bar because it is actually famous. And they put some vodka and ginger beer together. I have to tell you, Ginger beers are my favorite things. I love to just drink it in general.
2: Yeah, it's good.
1: Um, I think it's such a great alternative to soda, but I also love non-alcoholic beers because they're made with yeast. And then they inoculate the yeast so that it's not alcoholic.
0: But it has so oh, much more that-
1: body. So that's what makes a ginger beer. Yeah. Oh, I never knew At that. At some point, it must have had alcohol, but if you had enough water, it stops.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. That's what so- it? So did I have a little fact for you when you threw out the strawberries. Do you know that strawberries aren't actually a berry? They're the ovary of a flower. And bananas are a berry. That's...
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I love ovaries. I do love women. (laughs) Our lovely, lovely producer, Janice, just informed us that the name of the bar is The Cock and Bull. Thank you very much, Janice. She's so good. The inventor of the Moscow Mule <laughs> or anything like that. But truly, my kids, I'll be honest with you, my children, they make this all the time. They take berries. I always have ginger beer. They dump it in there and they make drinks and everything like that. But like, you don't have to, a cocktail doesn't have to.
0: I think it's really nice when, too, we've had this before. We've had this conversation before where um, it's nice when you have not non-drinkers are like spirit drinkers come to the house and you give them something more than just a ginger beer. And to your yeah. point, this was very simple. You just throw some berries in and you can make it, it, it looks pretty and you don't feel like you're missing anything. It's a beautiful cocktail or mocktail. Um, yeah. but it's something that if you, if you do want to imbibe, you just, it's an easy ad. Thanks, Gina. Thank you very much. Aww. We're going to send them to designatedDrinker.show, right, Gina? We are and we're gonna have all the tips and how to's on this drink on this cocktail and all the other recipes that gina has done they're so amazing so if you're ready to imbibe or if you're ready to um, you know go virgin you can do that too <laughs> be a long time awesome. before i can go back to virgin
1: I <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole lot of cocktails to get back like there <laughs> all right lauren i get a question my own very special question yes okay so people identify themselves with all kinds of different animals, and you might identify yourself with the giraffe because that is on your logo, uh-huh. and because it's regal and reaches for the stars. And it's just a beautiful, majestic animal. However, dun, 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 dun. there are other reasons if too. But be an ingredient.
2: An ingredient. I
1: think was one. Ingredient, would you be and why? Ooh. So what is your
0: ingredient? Do do do. Do- oh this is good <laughs> it can be a food item it could be an herb it could be anything so frito yes
2: uh just you know it's a very complex very well rounded out makes everything so much better.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was great. I like you.
1: Big <sighs> <laughs> hands, but not. <laughs> that's like well, you know what, Lauren. That's a first. We not we not had that at all, and that's yep. amazing. We yep. Well, cheers to that.
0: Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers to positivity, being open, being wonderful. If we could all be like Lauren when we grew up. Thank you so much for pushing out so much positivity in the world and making a better place for all of us.
2: Thank you guys so much for having me. And and if I could just, you know, if anyone's interested, follow us on Instagram at T-Aware Apparel um, and also t
0: awarecom And if you didn't get that, don't worry, we'll have all of that on our website, as well as um, all the episode notes for the podcast. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers, everybody.
1: Have a good day.
0: The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a podcast media company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Missing Link is a proud partner of Hearing Charities of America, a nonprofit organization that supports those who are deaf or hard of hearing. To learn more about HCOA or to find out about Missing Link's other podcasts, head over to missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company.